Hey, I'm glad you're joining us on In Tune to Nature with uh, Carrie Freeman here as your host. It is late November 2020, and I wanted to record one of my classic holiday gift-giving shows. I've been doing this for about 10 years, although I'm taking a different approach this year. Normally, I spend the whole half hour usually with some kind of uh, eco-friendly guest who is going to tell us all about you know, ways we can reduce our use of plastic and buy reusables for people or donate to charity or like a long list of things that make something green when you're when you're shopping for gifts, like how durable it is and if it's made of recycled materials or if it's recyclable or you should shop at thrift stores and antique stores and things like that to reduce your consumption. But this year I'm gonna focus more on wellness, gift giving for the holidays that is wellness related. My feeling is that because of the pandemic, uh, there's multiple reasons we need to concentrate on wellness and it will be appreciated, health and wellness. First of all, because we all want to boost our immunity in case we do catch the virus, um, we would like to be able to be in better shape to fight it off. But then also just there's been a lot of hardship that people have experienced and then we don't have as much disposable income or money to be buying a bunch of uh, stuff from stores for the holidays, which of course that's never really good for um, you know the environment anyway. Just buying a bunch of brand new kind of plastic items. So you know, are there things that can save us money that we can make ourselves? Or if we are spending the money, let's make sure it's on something really what I would call nutrient dense or natural and really healthy. So I'm focusing on health and wellness gift giving and wanting it to be in the context of gifts that are vegan and organic and natural and um, maybe relaxing, cruelty-free, things like that. So that's that's what I'm thinking about. And I'm going to start with something that I give like to my parents and my family. Um, I don't know if you can hear me shaking this jar. This is what it is. Um, I love collecting uh glass jars to, to give um, gifts away in. And in this case, this is a seed mixture that you can give to people to promote um, smoothies and eating healthy, um, high nutrient dense power food type nuts and seeds. Um, one thing you could do if the person doesn't already have this, it's helpful if the person, your, your loved one has a high powered blender because what you want to do is promote them using making some kind of green smoothie on a daily basis or very often uh, for a meal. And so whether that's a more an expensive kind of Vitamix thing or the more affordable kind of Nutribullet Ninja type um, high powered blenders, they're really great because they pulverize nuts and seeds and turn everything into a liquid. And so I've gotten a, used to to those having those. And so I'm constantly every, pretty much every day making some kind of green smoothie. And that's a great way for me to get my greens. And in case I'm not always making a salad or I'm not always cooking kale, um, I'm going to put kale or spinach at the bottom of that along with um, carrots and then fill it up with like bananas and berries and mangoes and things like that. But then you need to have a seed mixture in here because this is where you can put in all kinds of nutrients. So you can make a mixture of seeds to give to people. 
And um, like I keep this in my refrigerator, I keep all my nuts and seeds in there in glass jars. So because um, if you give people a little glass jar that's filled with a whole bunch of nutritious um, like nuts and seeds and flavorings to go on, like a coconut yogurt or their cereal or in a smoothie that helps them to start healthy habits. And it just makes it easier to make your smoothie because my smoothies have about 12 ingredients in them or something. And so it can get kind of lengthy. So instead of me opening about seven different jars of nuts and seeds, I've already put them all together into a mix. So do you want to hear my mix here? Okay. First of all, you should probably go to some place where they have lots of like raw and organic nuts and seeds like in bulk or already packaged in, in little bags. And so here in Metro Atlanta, we have the DeKalb International Farmers Market. That's a, a grocery store. And that's where I tend to go to get all of these items. And I stock up on them and keep them in glass jars in the refrigerator. So first of all, coconut shreds can be kind of the base. And you want to buy the unsweetened um, natural coconut spread coconut shreds. And as much as possible, all of these things should be organic and raw, you know, without being roasted or salted or any, or having any sugar or anything on them. So start with the coconut shreds and then add in a variety of different seeds, like the chia seeds. Oh my God, they're so beautiful. Honestly, just giving people a little jar of chia seeds. They're, they're just gorgeous in the jar, the charcoal color, kind of salt and pepper, beautiful. Um, hold hemp seeds are also very healthy. So I'll put that in there. And then you could do like raw pumpkin seeds and or um, sunflower seeds, put those in there. And ground flax seeds, always great to have as well. I use that a lot. So you could put ground flax seed in there. And then I think it's kind of cool to put in um, cacao nibs. And so that's a very uh, dense kind of um, unadulterated chocolate and without any sugar or anything. And so, because dark chocolate is good for you. So I put the cacao nibs in there. And then I also put goji berries in there. I think they're really healthy. Personally though, I don't like the tart kind of chewy flavor of a dried goji berry. So I don't like to sprinkle them on my cereal with the goji berries in there. So you could decide to leave that out. But when you're putting things in a, in a smoothie though, that's like the cool thing. You can actually eat some things in there that you wouldn't normally eat because you can sneak it in there. That's also how I get my fresh ginger and fresh turmeric. I buy the roots and then cut them up and put them in um, in the smoothies as well. But in terms of giving people a jar, I wouldn't do something that's um, like the turmeric or the fresh ginger root that wouldn't work as well in kind of the seed mix. So with, again, with the seed mix, I would keep it to the coconut shreds, chia seeds, hemp seeds, maybe the goji berries, cacao nibs, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, and flax seeds. Um, you could also um, break up some walnuts too, because walnuts are really fantastic or almonds, but um, good for the uh, omega-3s. So that's, a, I think, a really nice gift and people can start getting used to putting these nutrient-dense items into their daily meals. Another thing I've just started getting interested in is growing microgreens just like in my apartment at home. And so that might be a fun thing for kids to do as well, or just anybody who wants to get, again, extra nutrients in their diet and have a beautiful plant around their house. Um, you can buy a kit if you want that has like a, um, 
a tray. It's kind of the size of a baking dish, or you could just use your own baking dish. But if you buy a kit for these um, microgreens, they're kind of like the like a chia pet. If you <laughs> used to remember those from those old Walgreens and CVS commercials, um, where they just they grow up, they look kind of like sprouts. Um, like let's see on the side of my box here, it says you can either grow wheatgrass, a basic salad mix. Um, pea, micro seeds, sunflower, sunflower seeds. What did I do with my other? I have a whole bunch of goodies all around here right now. Oh, my microgreens seeds. Oh, they say they have broccoli seeds, kale seeds, kohlrabi, arugula, red cabbage. Now they're not growing into huge um, cabbages and they're, they're just, they stay looking like sprouts. So they, and then in about eight to 10 days, um, they, they're ready for you to cut and you just kind of clip them off. Um, and then you can use them immediately or keep them for a few days in your refrigerator and then plant some more seeds and be growing the next batch. And you just kind of mist them every day. And so it's great to have those just on your table near a window. So year round, you could actually have fresh greens. And I don't know if you have a big family, you'd probably have to do a lot of these. But if, if it's just one or two of you in a household, I think it's just a great way, like when you're wanting to um, put some extra nutrients in your smoothie or on sandwich or tacos, any time where you might put some lettuce or greens. In this case, you instead of always having to buy lettuce, you have these microgreens in your house that's nutrients right there ready for you. And actually, it's really pretty. Another thing, and this was what I was doing for my uh, nephew because he probably might not be as interested as a little kid in the microgreens, but he is actually interested in tea. And so um, I got this little growing kit, um, like a starter kit for growing um, the kind of herbs that you would dry and use in tea, um, which that might be like a spearmint or like a lemon balm or something like that. Um, and so I got a starter kit. So it's got little trays and the little dehydrated soil discs and all of that and the instructions, but you, you don't actually have to buy these kits. You can just make it yourself by providing people with the containers that you might already have for growing herbs, like in their, on their windowsill in their house. And, um, give them some of the soil and some instructions and that kind of thing. And let's just see how they like it. But, and then it, I mean, you can dry the herbs naturally, or some people have a dehydrator to use them. Um, and then you might want to give somebody like a reusable tea bag or like a metal um, mesh tea bag that again, you can put loose um, herbs in and thinking about what kind of herbs might be useful for health and wellness Let's look at this tea book that I also got for my nephew for um, the guide to growing and harvesting flavor flavorful teas in your backyard. And so they're saying for um, teas that support relaxation, because that's something for health and wellness that we need. Lavender is something you can grow, red clover, purple passionflower, and St. John's wort. You'll also see that you can buy teas also that have like St. John's wort, which is also good for, um, I think your, your mental health. And um, then headache tea garden has mint, peppermint, trumpet, trumpet honeysuckle, tufted violet and chamomile. 
and chamomile also works for the relaxation. And then they have an immune boosting tea garden, which of course has echinacea. Cause also if you decide to buy packaged teas for somebody, um, if you look in um, for immune boosting, you'll usually see echinacea as a component there. So they have echinacea, purple passion flower, spearmint and trumpet honeysuckle. So actually I'm noticing a trend with some kind of mint, the purple passion flower and the trumpet honeysuckle um, being some good things to grow um, in your windowsill or in your garden. Um, and I was at the Freedom Farmers Market the other day here in Atlanta at the presidential, the Carter Presidential Library every Saturday. And I met this woman, Ivory, and she um, runs I Got You Foods, and the I is for Ivory, I Got You Foods. And she works with the Truly Living Well Center for Urban Natural Urban Agriculture. I really like that organization. And so I had noticed her making recommendations to different people based on the different teas that she makes from the herbs that they grow there at the Truly Living Well Center. And so I asked her for a recommendation. So I ended up getting um, this one with hibiscus tulsi, which is I think like a basil and then lemon balm. And she thought my nephew would like that. You put a little agave in there or something. And it's beautiful. This little natural package filled with these lovely herbs that you know they're naturally grown. Um, and then you can make the tea as strong as you want. So I'm gonna give him that along with the seed growing kit along with the the tea growing book, <laughs> um, the gardening book, and then um, the little metal mesh reusable um, tea infuser. So that's kind of a fun gift. And it just, it also, I think it promotes relaxation and um, it just, again, herbs have a lot of nutrients in them and we might normally dismiss that, but there's lots of ways to kind of bring them into our diets. If you're just joining us on In Tune to Nature with WRFG Radio Free Georgia, I'm host Carrie Freeman. And today we're talking about gift giving for the holiday season, but focusing on health and wellness and vegan and organic, cruelty-free, natural gifts that you can give to show people you love them, um, but also you're saving money at the same time and you're promoting, boosting their immunity. So... One thing that's always good to give, and I, I definitely like to do, is a variety of different books that relate to health and wellness. So it might, for some people, rather than going in the cookbook route, you could decide that they might prefer magazines. Um, like, so I, like I've subscribed for many years to Veg News Magazine, and that's now really the primary vegan, vegetarian um, magazine. I think it comes every two months. And it's actually won a lot of awards. It's really well designed, and it but it even goes into all kinds of travel and social issues and animal rights and all kinds of things. But always tons of recipes in there. But I've noticed there's some new um, magazines that also promote. There's one that's just called plant based, and then there's the Forks Over Knives magazine, which is for whole food plant based diets. So for people who you think. Um, would get more excited by having something come in the mail. I think a magazine is a good choice. They might be more inspired by the seasonal recipes in there. Otherwise, there's so many great cookbooks that are about pro providing people with um, a way to eat healthy. So while you can buy books that are that just kind of explain things, like there's the Forks Over Knives 
book or there's an eat to live book about nutrient dense diets. Um, there's the how not to die book by Dr. Greger. That's a bestseller. You know, obviously that title, that sounds pretty good when you give somebody a book that says how not to die. It's like, obviously you love them. Um, so you could either give them those kind of books um, or some of them have um, accompanying documentaries that a lot of us are streaming documentaries now, but if people are still using DVDs, then you can get the Forks Over Knives on DVD. You could get the documentary, um, What the Health, What the Health um, on DVD. Um, I think Plant Pure Nation has one. So there's lots of, lots of different um, plant-based food-related health-oriented DVDs. But some people would prefer rather than just reading about why they should eat plant-based, and this is more focused on the health, there's, there's so many environmental reasons um, why it saves not only domesticated animals' lives, but um, the lives of all kinds of um, trees and ecosystems, but, and, and wild animals as well. So, but these books tend to focus on the health issues, but giving somebody a cookbook tells them, hey, here's how you do it. And I'm thinking with these cookbooks, I'm going to recommend some specific ones here. But even if somebody just finds five recipes that they actually really like out of the cookbook and that they would use on like a weekly or monthly basis, I think the cookbook's done its job. And then from a eco-friendly standpoint, you can also just make what you want out of the cookbook if you're given a cookbook. And then, you know, take a picture or copy the recipes that you like and then pass it on to somebody else. So then it circles around through your family um, and promoting health and wellness. So one of the ones I really like is um, related to the nutrient dense diet that really focuses on cooking base with um, produce like vegetables and fruits and beans and nuts and seeds, even more so than grains and then not having any animal products in it. And this is Dr. Joel Furman, but there's the Eat to Live book, but then there's an Eat to Live cookbook um, with nutrient rich recipes in it. But one thing I was thinking of, um, cause like Forks Over Knives also has a cookbook that's, um, and theirs is a whole food plant-based cookbook. So that one would probably have more grains in it than the Eat to Live cookbook does. Um, but one thing I'm thinking is if you're giving a gift to somebody who isn't eating vegan yet, I think maybe just giving them one of these whole foods, plant-based diets, these really healthy <laughs> cookbooks might be like a little stretch too far for somebody. And it might be fun to give them one of these super healthy cookbooks along with a vegan cookbook. That's also kind of the type of food they like. So, um, like Bryant Terry has cookbooks like Afro Caribbean type dishes. You can buy Indian food, Italian food, Thai food, barbecue, vegan barbecue. Yes. Um, there's all different kinds. So you might want to get somebody a book like that, that might seem a little more fun and they're more kind of excited about that particular, particular cuisine. And then you're also getting them, um, any of these other books, like there's the plant strong books, um, by the Esselsteins. One of them is a firefighter diet. Um, so plant strong plant pure nation, um, books like Dr. Uh, Neil Barnard of his physicians committee for responsible medicine. He has a lot of books over the years, um, 
that are especially related to certain things like anti-inflammatory, um, which can be pain, like, so pain reducing books, um, based on plant-based diets, um, reversing diabetes books. Yes. Reversing diabetes. A lot of these whole food plant-based diets are really focused on disease prevention and even turning around things like heart disease and, um, type two diabetes. Um, and brain, like foods that are really good for um, brain power. Um, Dr. Ornish is another one, Dr. Campbell, um, T. Colin Campbell. So those, are, and I also want to mention again, the How Not to Die collection by Dr. Gregor. He has quite a few books. He actually has one now called How Not to Die in a Pandemic. Yes, that's very timely. Although he's been working on this topic for, for many, many years. So that one's not a cookbook. How Not to Die in a Pandemic is more about zoonotic diseases and the way that we treat animals and the environment being the leading cause of all these zoonotic diseases. Um, but I also noticed in his How Not to Die collection, he also has a How Not to Diet. So it's got a T on the end, How Not to Diet, meaning these are more weight loss oriented um, cookbooks that also are plant-based, but they're focused on long-term healthy, sustainable weight control, maintaining a healthy weight, um, and not anything about fad diets. So, um, there's a cookbook that's a newer one that I'm just getting. That's that how not to diet cookbook that goes along with the regular book that has all, um, the information in there. So, um, and then there's another one, Oshi Glows, that has become kind of uh, popular too, because um, that the lady has a website that goes along with that um, about eating so healthy that you'll glow. So I think those are really nice. And then there's all kinds of other directions you can take this in. Like if you know somebody already likes um, nut milks and um, get it, they're getting off of dairy, you can buy a little, there's special little carafts for making your own coconut milk or nut milks where it's got the strainer in there already and it gives you the little jar and you have to have your own blender to, to work with it. But honestly, even if you didn't want to buy that, if you get somebody some instructions and some recipes and then some cheesecloth, they can actually um, soften up the nuts and then put them in the blender and then use the cheesecloth to strain it. So, um, and it really even to save money with any of these things, you could put together your own cookbook for your friends and family of your favorite healthy plant-based recipes um, and then and just kind of Xerox that and, and share it with people or make it electronically and share it. Um, and just, you know, to wrap up, there's like so many other directions you can take the wellness gifts as well. Um, you could also help people get off of toxins in their households. Like if they're using all kinds of insect um, bug sprays like Raid or something really toxic all around their house all the time, um, get them something that's more of a natural repellent for uh, different insects that might uh, get in the home or if they're using all kinds of Procter & Gamble or Lysol type products all around their house, you can switch over to more of like a seventh generation or something like that um, where it's natural and non-toxic. Because I do think, and you want to make sure that it's always cruelty-free. Now, of course, you can make, you can give people recipes to make their own household cleaners um, but for some people that might be too much, or you can make it for them with lemon juice and vinegar and, and baking soda and all that. 
Um, but maybe if they had a, a brand from a natural food store that they liked, they would actually, once they were done with it, kind of stick with it and keep doing it and not go back to buying the old kind of um, Lysol tub and tile cleaner kind of toxic fume stuff that they might have around their house. And this, um, the cruelty-free and natural non-toxic trend can also go in the skincare realm just to get people um, um, skincare products and grooming products that come from like a natural foods store, like a grocery store um, for health food. And that's where I've shopped for many years for all my skincare and makeup and soaps and everything like that. Um, and that's why you can make sure that it's cruelty-free and not tested on animals because if it's natural and stuff, they don't really need to be testing on animals as much as all that toxic stuff with all the chemicals that is all the, in all the mainstream stores because um, that's why they're testing is because they think this stuff might be toxic. If you buy things that are natural, you don't really have to worry about that. So I think I'm going to leave it there. I hope you got some good ideas out of this for helping out your family and friends this holiday season and showing that you love them by helping to boost their immunity and showing that you also care about the earth and the environment and all kinds of other animals um, by having cruelty-free plant-based vegan uh, gifts that can get people kind of going in the right direction that way. So uh, I appreciate you. I hope that you've got some great ideas out of this. Thank you for listening to In Tune to Nature. Hopefully you join us a lot uh, for the podcast or live on Wednesday evenings on um, WRFG Radio Free Georgia 89.3 FM. We appreciate you and thank you for listening. Happy holidays.